I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Right or wrong, I mean, another mess here for the Jets. Right or wrong as far as the setup when they drafted him, how to develop a quarterback. You could argue that and talk about that to a blue in the face as we have for three years. To me, this entire mess, BT, is on Zach Wilson. He just simply, you can't do what he did. And I don't know if it's him, his agents, however it gets out the way that it does with him saying he doesn't want to play potentially. That is unacceptable. But bigger picture, the failures of Zach Wilson are on him. Other, he's been literally the worst quarterback the last three years in the league. So this idea that, oh, it's everybody but Zach, and you know we're leaving Zach Wilson alone. He you know hasn't been set up for success and all that stuff. Even the reports that are coming out you know yesterday and talking about it again today, this to me is on Zach Wilson, his group, all of the above. I am blaming Zach Wilson for his ultimate failures and being a bust that he has been since being drafted number two overall a few years ago. You see, to me, there's the organizational failure stuff, which we've been through many times as Jet fans. Draft the wrong guy, hire the wrong coach, don't provide you know said quarterback with weapons or offensive line. That That's football stuff. Why? I believe it's more... The team, and I'm not here to exonerate Zach. He didn't play well. We all know that, right? But to me, the problem with the Jets is that they failed him on a personal level, too, which is really hard to do from an NFL team point of view. Again, a lot of teams draft the wrong people. The Jets, between the constant yo-yoing of he's playing, he's not, between, and I know I've said this a lot, that it gets old, but the Mike White t-shirt stuff, that was a big thing to me. That was a foreshadow of how clueless the head coach was in terms of protecting his precocious, vulnerable quarterback. And then even, what was that, Sal, about a month or so ago? You know, he went on a radio show. I plead the fifth. You know, it, they, they, the Sala, way, they disrespected Wilson. And I can unpack the two like. But BT, yeah. this isn't Little League. This isn't I Pop that. Warner. This is the NF freaking I gotcha, out. I gotcha. They gave him an opportunity that he failed to do anything with. And then he looked like a deer in headlights, looked like a little baby, lacked accountability the first couple of years. You know, last year after the New England game, which was a disaster, blaming everybody else but himself. It has been one thing after another. Oh, by the way, not to mention his actual play on the field, which has sucked. Yeah, dragging him back, you know, making him the starter, putting him in third string, all those different things. You can argue whether those were the right moves or wrong moves. Ultimately, 
They, this is a quarterback who's supposed to be in the NFL being in command of a team he's never been. He's never read, read the field the right way. He's never made the right decision. Never had command of the locker room. Lacked accountability. And while he may have shown minimal signs of growth this year, now something like this comes out yesterday that again, oh, I don't want to play. Whether it's his agent or him, unacceptable. This is on Zach Wilson. The Jets have failed miserably as an organization for years, for decades, whatever you want to say. This, the Zach Wilson experiment failed because of Zach Wilson. But you see, think about this. When you talk about where we are now, I I mean, just realize where we are. We are in the midst of a discussion in New York City about whether or not an athlete making a gazillion dollars Mm. wants to play. That is different than having the conversation, you know, should they run it back with Zach as the backup? Is there any upside? Can you fix him? Nobody's wasting time on that. It's over for Zach Wilson here. To me, it's deeper. I mean, this is, Sal, this, this, I mean, they always say you're going to see something you've never seen before, right? I mean, this is, you got the head coach. And, you know, a, a, a radio legend sending each other text message, messages. Uh, it's it's an absolute circus, which is why I'm only, I'm just, and again, I'm not exonerating Zach, but I'm going above. Where, I've got to go to the source of where it broke. What's the root of the foundational issue with the New York Jets right. and this situation? And again, absolutely, Zach messed up several times. Not taking the blame with the Patriots, you referenced that. Not playing well. I got it. But to me, there's got to be, you know, big boy checkpoints at the highest level of the franchise. Zach is still a young kid. He's gone next year. I, the ship has sailed. He's got talent. Ain't working. Never will. Gone. But that's not what we're talking about. We're trying to find out how did this unravel to this point. And to me, it's on the Jets. The Jets are a disgrace. I mean, honestly, Joe Douglas, we can sit here and say, you know, all the things that he did wrong. And there are a lot of things that he also did right, right? But Joe Douglas, just on the on the most basic principles, failed his quarterback. He failed them. But the head coach, it it seeped into a personal level. Like it really to me, it really did. Robert Salas should be ashamed of himself. Should be ashamed of himself. It's Robert Salas' fault. But if Zach Wilson could play, this wouldn't be an issue. I understand that, but that's not why I'm debating the merits well, of whether or not he can play. Well, he can't but, play but here. It's over. It, no, he can't but he, play but here. he had three years, and that's why it's on him. So we sit there and say, like, do you think the Houston Texans have a great organization? We used this example yesterday. You think that they were well run, you know, respected around the league as a a, a model franchise in the NFL? The Houston Texans a lot more than the Jets. No, because no, was, no, well, no, my answer is probably more. It's yes. Well, more than the Jets, the answer should be no. But it's no, not. These, no, no, not really. Because because their they, owner was ripped apart left and right. Deshaun Watson wanted to leave. The guy was being called a racist at certain points. Well, I'm not there talking about mess. the racist stuff. But before Watson got pinched for whatever he got pinched right. for, or whatever. Yeah. They were basically always a playoff look, team. Look at the hires that they made. Yeah, Bill O'Brien Matt got Schaub, the postseason. I mean, they were a playoff uh, team. But that's going back a little years. In recent memory, since Bill O'Brien, the way that he went out, yeah. the way that it's been there, it's been a, the, the Texans have been a laughing stock. Anyway, you could debate how bad they are. And I'm not comparing them to the Jets necessarily saying that they're that level of an aptitude. But they are not looked at as a model franchise. Yet they draft a or, or hire a rookie head coach, first-time head coach, defensive guy, draft a kid number two. He's a stud. All of a sudden, we look at the Houston Texans like, 
like, hey, they know what they're doing. But the reality is it's the quarterback. Zach Wilson had that same opportunity that C.J. Stroud had. Guess what he did with it? Nothing. Squat. He failed miserably. And not only did he fail miserably on the field, he failed off of it as well. I agree. Immature. I agree. All those different things. So this is on Zach. And then then, then this stuff, BT, like, there's no excuse. Again, we used this example yesterday. We referenced it, whether it's what we do, what others do. Like, in life, if you get an opportunity, you may be wronged 10 times over, 100 times over. Wrong, 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 wrong. If you get an opportunity after you feel like you've been wronged, you don't punch back and do, well, oh, I don't want to do it. Whether I it's agree. Your agents or whatever. You do it. You take advantage of the opportunity. You do the best you can, and then you move on. Zach failed to do that. To me, this mess is on but, him. But, okay, here's where I think we're we're splintering off in a different direction because I'm largely with you. I'm not even defending Zach. I'm really not. He played poorly. There was immaturity. Not the guy. Time to move on no matter what Rodgers thinks, no matter what Rodgers says. Zach Wilson will be gone next year. Okay, unless there's a new coaching staff who says, I actually like this kid, right. and I know I know how to coach offense, and I will actually make him good. But if Salva's still the coach, then he's got to go. We understand that. I'm not talking about the three years of Zach's play. What I am certainly saying is that the, the, the more responsibility you have, the more we expect you to do your job. And I understand the Texans' comparison, and listen— Their young quarterback is simply just better. But I also know that his start was not sabotaged by a coach who seems clueless and a GM who is not nearly as good as we thought. Like, those are two different things. I know Zach hasn't gotten the job done. I know that. But this is just beyond description. This is pathetic. I mean, there's more talk about Robert Sala and Joe Beningo. Joe Beningo than offensive concepts with the Jets. Now, you tell me what's more fundamentally broken. Honestly, think about it. The coach is so lost that he feels the need to run things by Joe? Joe Beningo. And we love Joe. Salva should never talk to Joe. You want to play golf with Joe? Hit him straight, buddy. Where's the car girl? Beers or car person? Beers on me. I got you. Game start. Stop talking to Joe. And he talks to Joe because he's lost. He has no idea what to do, no idea how to communicate. He talks too much. Quite, You know, it's funny. His text message, I can only imagine what this chain looks like, dude. Are there emojis? Are there curses? I would love, I would pay money. I would pay big money to see this. But the amount of time that he oh, spends... Oh, you may not have to. Joe, give Joe a few minutes. Give him a drink. He'll <laughs> yeah, tell you the whole thing. You're going to do a podcast. He'll start texting you screenshots of it. Yeah. <laughs> Forget all the pain podcasts. It's going to be Joe, uh, I read Coach Salva's text podcast. But think about this. He has wasted so much energy, Salva, texting to Joe, who, like you and like me, does not matter on game day. Does not matter once practice starts. None of us do. We might think we do. We don't. And by the I way, th- we talked about this months ago. I know like, we did. Come on. Yeah, we like, did. And that's a foreshadow to me. Like his his willingness to engage Joe also come too much, also comes out when he speaks at a podium. He says too much. He doesn't know how to like reposition and pivot and just cut questions off and end it. He's too nice. But you know who he hasn't been nice to? His quarterback, who he's ruined. He is ruined. Now, Zach's culpable. Please hear me. They have ruined Zach 
And number one, even more than Douglas, is the coach who's embarrassed him and yo-yoed him unnecessarily. Brandon Tierney, Salicata on the fan. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Ian is calling from Monmouth County. What's up, Ian? Hey, guys. Yeah, thanks for taking the call. So, yeah, uh, BT, um, I, you know, I love the passion. I've called him before. I appreciate your passion. And um, my my whole thing with Sal, and I hope you agree, or I think you might agree, is and it's so frustrating over the years with the Jets. It's like when a coach is up at the podium, I don't want to hear things like, well, we got to do better. Well, we got to figure it out. Ugh. Week after week, after week I, I, I guess I'm just like, in any other profession, that's not acceptable. You know, it's like, okay, well, that's the goal. The goal is to figure it out, but tell me how you're going to figure it out. And if you, you know, you don't want to give away secrets to the opponents in your in your press conferences, but you need to be able to articulate, okay, well, this is what was wrong, yep, and this is how we're going to co- correct it. And then in practice, you got to push the guys. Like, listen, if the guys are not performing, okay, then that's on you, man. Like, you got to do better. Hundred um, percent. And really, that's my only point. It's just incredibly frustrating that week after week, and maybe even year after year. It's like. This is a this is an NFL organization. How on earth is that acceptable? It shouldn't be. That's so. why I'm yelling today. <laughs> you know, just Sal, think about this. Compare and contrast for a moment. Sala and Dable after a game at practice at the microphone. You know who's a whole lot better? It's Dable. Says nothing. Yeah. Says nothing. Yeah, I'm not going to dispute who's better there. What I'm, I'm saying not even is about coaching. Right. Just avoiding these little. Pitfalls of controversy. You say nothing. Now, we might want more. It might piss us off like Belichick. But when you say nothing, you create nothing. Right. But if if the quarterback was competent, was a mature adult, was somebody who could play in the NFL at a competent level, this would be a non-issue. Okay, but I'm going to push back on that as well. Think about the public missteps the Jets have made. I'm not talking about Zach organizationally. Publicly. Mm-hmm. The Mike White shirts, yeah. month ago going on another radio show. Be, that, that was fair, I know, because he can't play. Well, no, it started because of Zach's ineptitude. Well, that's what I'm saying, because yeah. Zach, Zach's not playing well. Well, well not even just playing well. The, the guys didn't respect him. Uh, fair enough. Fair I mean, enough. They didn't respect BT. He's, like, at some point, we, we do, and I understand what you're saying. Like, at some point, we got to treat him like an actual, like, man. We treat I, him, I agree. We, we treat him like a kid. It's like, oh, poor little Zach Wilson, you know, drafted BYU small school, you know, got the baby face, and, you know, he's young, and maybe one day he'll get it. Like, you're, you've been, this is year three in the NFL. Correct. And even if I say, all right, let's agree to forget about everything that's happened prior, his crappy play, the poor attitude, lack of accountability, immaturity, all that stuff. Let's forget about everything until yesterday. The Jets say to Zach Wilson, we want you to be our starting quarterback again. And he or his agents or whatever, however it gets out, somewhere, somebody said, eh, I'm not sure I want to do that. That's it. End of game. Like, we thought he matured. You, you can't ever in life get to that point and think you're like you've learned from your mistakes and grown. If they say you're our starting quarterback next week, you say, let's bleeping go. Not, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do it or not. So, like, it should end there. That's on Zach. I, I, I'm with you. And that's where I am torn. Because as much as I'm, you know, really dumping this much more at the doorstep of Sala than Wilson, big picture. Not, I don't mean just play. Because right. I'm not right. saying right. Zach's been good. You, you answer the bell. And you answer the bell for the brothers in the locker room. Even if you can't stand your coach. But this is a little different. 
because a lot of times, too often during Zach's career, his brothers in the locker room have abandoned him. So conceptually, Sal, I'm totally with you. Hey, you want to, you want to get on the air and, and be on from 6A to 6P, which is the desirable slot in radio? Then you you go on at 3 in the morning when you're 25 years old and somebody gives you a chance. Here's a microphone. Go prove yourself. Right. Go show us what you got. You do it. You keep your mouth shut, and you do it again, and you do it again, and you keep doing it. Christmas Eve, New Year's, which we all whatever did. it may be. That is correct. Sounds whatever right. Whatever it may and, be. Yep. You do it. Yeah, and if you got to get in your car to go to different states and small markets, you do it if you want to eventually mm-hmm. get back. You do it. But... You know, when half the team is flailing their arms during the game and mocking you and talking smack about you and your co- and your, your head coach is treating you like a human yo-yo, while I would still play, I would absolutely play, and it's a bad look for Zach, I can understand on a human level, not a professional level, on a human level where he's, where he's saying, you know what, up yours, screw all of you, I'm out of here, you ruined me. Go suck it. You're, I'm done with you. <laughs> Honestly. Brian, I wouldn't begrudge him for that. Brian is calling from Milburn, New Jersey. What's up, Brian? Hey, how you doing? Um, I'm a big fan of yours. Hey, BT, I want to ask you a big question. Yes, sir. A good question, sir. Okay. Why do you feel that it's Robert Sala's fault? We all have bosses, and from day one, I've been listening to this for the last two, three years. I'm a 49er fan. Okay. But I always listen to y'all. I'm a big fan of yours. Thank and you. I've been listening to this for the last three years, well along Zach been there. Don't you think Woody got a lot to do with what's going on? And, yeah, if I was Zach, I'd be fed up with it. But you're making $37 million. You're a quarterback of the New York Jets, 32 jobs in the world that people can't even get. Mm-hmm. And you say you don't want to play? Maybe that's the reason why people don't back you. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, in this world we live in, yep. we got to get up, tie, put our pants on, put our boots on, and go to work and make sure we go get it. Right. To prove ourselves. That it doesn't change because you're from Utah or you're born with a silver spoon in your mouth. Don't nobody owe you nothing. Here. First of all. Amen, Brian. No, no, no. Don't hang up on okay. him. Brian, what don't you just said. Brian, Brian, hold on a second, bud. What you just said, I couldn't agree more. I mean, that is incredibly well articulated and I would think what Brian just said represents what 99.999% of us in this area believe subscribe to and really try to do every day I'm with you bro I'm with you 100% it should be but it's not you know that I'm with you but let me ask you this do we know Sal doesn't know I don't know Brian from Milburn doesn't know do we know for sure that it was Zach's camp or is it possibly just possibly the Jets try to make him look bad. Incorporate everything. It had to come from somewhere. I understand that. It had to come from somewhere, PD. No, I got you, man. I got you. It had to come from somewhere. Thank you, Brian. Good call, man. Listen, listen. Yeah. Playing with both both of y'all, I know he wanted a head coach job. I wanted him to stay my defensive coordinator. I did not want him to take the Jets job because you know why? Mm, You knew he was going to fail. I know Woody's there, and something's going to go awry. Something's going to go wrong, and he's going to be looking like a clown. See, the reason why Silas keeping his mouth shut and he's not really saying things like he really want to say it, because he don't want to ruin his chance to get another job somewhere else. And you know once you 
disrespect the good old boy club but just reveal a little bit too much by the owner here or there, now you'll probably be blanked out of blackball. Nobody else want to hire you. That's the real reason why this is going on. He, it's real between the lines, y'all. He'll get you know it. he don't want Zach Wilson. Good. You know he don't want this, but he don't want to say his mouth too much because, hey, you know you're going to lose his job with this job, but he want to get another job eventually. Good call, mm-hmm. Brian. We that appreciate is, the passion and the support. Thank you, bud. Uh, I, look, he's not going to get another head coaching job after this. He'll be fine as far as getting another coordinator's job. But, I mean... Uh, I could understand if you didn't want Robert Sala to get it. Coming to the Jets in this situation, not exactly set up to succeed, but then he had the quarterback picked for him, and Zach Wilson didn't do his part. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll continue with your calls on the other side, 877-337-6666. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan. More Jets dysfunction. I mean, you know BT is getting to new levels when you got Joe B getting involved front and center with it. I we talked about this. I told the Jets, what is Salah doing? All due respect to Joe and I love him. Yeah. Like that's not the one that you want to be texting with. No, no. Because think about Joe. How and I say this with all due respect, and I genuinely love Joe and I made my first call ever to the station, nineteen ninety five, calling Joe on the overnight. So I grew up a fan, fortunate enough to work with him, become friendly with him, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like think about Joe's delusion. The idea that, and you and I are in the business a while, like we have contacts, and I talk with players and managers yeah. and GMs, whatever. Joe is so out of touch that he sends Sala a six-part plan. Fix the chance. Like, could you ever? No. Could no. you ever? No. I don't know anybody else in this city that would even do, think of doing that, let alone do it. I like. There are times where I'll joke around with things, but not like that. Yeah, I mean, I like. Uh, can I get? Did he unveil the whole six part plan? Uh, we should go no, step no, by no, step I'm, at some point. See if it makes any sense. See if they actually implement it. Imagine if we start seeing new things. Yeah. We're like, oh wait, didn't wasn't that Joe's bullet point number four? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a circus, dude. Oh, and the sad, Sal, the sad part is, is that as much as I'm all over Salah, who I do not think is a good head coach. Not that he can't ever grow into one. Right now, he's not been good for the Jets, in my opinion. But his mistake was born out of kindness. 
You know, right? Like he, re, like him and Joe, they hooked up. He's looking he's at Joe as trying in, to do the right thing. Yeah, no disrespect, nice. an older Jets fan, but the Jets fan the perceptually, the, Jets, the voice right. of the Jets. You know, and he plays golf with them. He Terry, you know, Joe's wife joins him. I'm sure Sala was just fantastic for four hours on the course, cordial, friendly, welcoming, fairly transparent. And for some crazy reason, he kept up that relationship, probably because he trusted Joe. But I also don't think there was any malice with what Joe said. We, we have to be clear on that. I don't. I no don't. Way. See, you, you almost give Joe credit in one aspect that, like, no matter what, like, I will admit there are times where you become friendly with guys, you, you, you do dial it back a little bit maybe in a certain extent just because you know them and it's like, oh, I'm not going to go to that level. Yep. And I certainly would never betray their trust. Joe doesn't give a crap. He's clueless when it comes to texting and and. And that sort of stuff. And even Joe at his radio, at the apex of his radio career, right, was never anything that remotely resembled the journalist at all. Right. And that's that's just Joe's path to the microphone, which is as unique as it gets. And again, we love Joe. He's the man. We, we he's, an, he's a phenomenal hey. human. But he's... He's Joe. You, know, you can't be texting with get, Joe. You, but you give him credit because it's the same way. Whether it's with it would be with us. Whether it's Sala. Whether it's Tiki. The you know, Joe just yeah, true. Even with Tiki, he came and he buried Tiki yeah, the right. first day. He started yelling at Tiki. Tiki walked out of the studio. That, <laughs> it, I, again, I don't think it was malicious. I think that it's Joe's desire to see the Jets get good just, just kind of blurs the lines of communication or. He's and a, I say this respectfully, sometimes a little sensibility, Joe. He's a, I mean, he's a nut job on, fan. He's he never is. lost it. Oh, All right, God. PT and Sal the fan, 877-337-6666. Jim is calling from South River. What's up, Jim? Hey, Jim. Hey, boys. Good morning. Listen, I'm 55 years old, season tickets in my family since 1977, road trips, gear, tailgating, the whole bit. BT, you were with my sister, nephew, and father on the Dallas trip, actually. Okay? okay. But when I was driving home yesterday, listening to this 4 p.m. slot, I almost drove off the road. We all said it. I've heard it a hundred times already. We all love Joe. But can you imagine Joe stenciling out this six-point plan <laughs> on some Come yellow on. piece of paper with a pencil and sending it to Sala? That's point number one, okay? we And we've all hit on that. I know the other callers have hit on that. Craziness. Yeah. But the one thing I haven't heard yet now, the Sala part, talking to Joe about his record or other coaches' records when they had their guy at quarterback – you know what made me think of? I thought of Greg Jeffries. If you guys remember, and I don't remember specifically, but there was something with Greg Jeffries where he, either he floated or his camp floated. Oh, this is why we're not doing good. This is why he's not playing. Stuff like that. How I is think that it may have been his dad. It may have been his dad. His, dad. his dad was very involved. Was that the facts yes. that they sent the facts yes. to the something fan or that like was a different that. one? I think but it was. Can yeah. you imagine Salah Loading this to Joe, the fan, knowing that it'll get out there like he's looking for coverage. Salah has to go. That would have been it for me. You are fired. You're not a professional NFL coach at that point, in my opinion. See, see, here's the thing. Great call, Jim. We appreciate the passion, Jimmy. BT, all kidding aside, we talked about this exact thing months ago, saying, what is Salah doing texting with Joe? Now, maybe a part of that is because we know Joe. Mm Mm-hmm. But this was not going to end well. No. There was no way this was... 
we we literally talked about it on this show saying, what is this guy doing? You're the head coach of the Jets. Why are you wasting time? All due respect to our friend and colleague. Why are you wasting time texting with Joe B? You've got bigger fish to fry, bro. And he didn't. And look how this is ending now. And now you got people saying he should be fired for that. For even having it, like, now I, I really start to feel bad for Salah. And I'm going to go the other way and say he deserves better because he was just trying to be nice. He, that's why I said before, I wanted to make sure I got that in there. There's, you know, when stuff like this goes down, there's <clears throat> the sensitivity chip by most of us is generally kind of stored away. So you want to incorporate this stuff. That's why it's important for me and, and for you. I know you do it as well. When we're about to bury somebody, you know, try to preface it with, you know, genuinely is a good good person. I like him. I respect him. But we got a job to do, and we know these people have families. And listen, by the way, at any time something comes up, like with a firing or a possible changing of the guard, the one thing that all these people have in common that doesn't apply to to most people is that they're financially solvent. They're fine. They've got millions. All right, Robert Sala's life is going to be great no matter what. And that doesn't solve, trust me, I know he's got seven or eight children, which is amazing. Excuse me. That, does, that doesn't change the logistical issues of if it does happen, I've got to move and put seven or eight kids in different schools. Mm-hmm. That That's stuff that people don't think of collaterally, like that residual damage that is part of the process. Then the other coaches on staff, they go. They're not quite mm-hmm. uh, as well said financially. But I look at Robert Sala. and hey, I, let me, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, let me just go say, for though, it. Like when that happens, that's part of the sport, and it generally happens because those guys have failed at their job. Correct. Like, it is not us, it is not fans, it is not media screaming for their jobs. It's generally because they weren't good enough at those jobs. I just, because you're right, like, it does make you feel bad, but the reality is, if the Jets were winning, this wouldn't even be a talking point. Yeah, I do. I would disagree, though. While the most part, it's not because of us, and we don't ever want it to be because of us. I do think that the Joe Judge stuff, I think they heard it. I I, th- I think when Joe Judge started talking himself out of that Giants job, I think they started listening to the but, station. But he also lost. I understand that. But I and I talked to Tiki about this as well. When this was going down in real time, we had just started at the fan. Right. January 3rd, that was as he was finishing up the season uh, a couple of years ago, me and Tiki in the middays. And we're like, I don't think this guy is very good. But we didn't really even think we needed to craft a serious conversation of whether or not you bring him back. We thought for sure right. you get one more year. Right. And then he just kept yapping and yapping and yapping and digging that hole. And then all of a sudden, we started throwing stuff from past each other. The call started to kind of infiltrate, mm. get louder. And then the tweets and everything else that happens. All I know about Salva is this. He has not won. All right, he's 15-31. and 31. He's never beaten the Patriots. The Jets are an undisciplined pre-snap disaster. And for some reason, he feels the need to share secrets with Joe Beningo. That's not going to cut it. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan. One- T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Brandon Tierney, Sal Licata, back on the fan. Get back to your calls here in a second. A little something for you here, Sal, before we get back to this jet uh, disaster. So, you know, you get a lot of tweets and a lot of opinions, not a whole lot of action yet out there uh, at the winter meetings here. Mm -hmm. I would like you to translate this this report or this speculation, whatever. Uh, This from Fireside Yankees, which is a good Twitter account. They do a nice job. Don't they just take... From other accounts that report things, they're not. Re- that- no, that's the Dolph Kleinman guy. I mean, I don't think that they do the okay, same. Okay, anyway, I don't well, think that let's they see. do. Let's see what we got. Like an aggregator, I don't believe. That I thought that they, that's they what it is because there's fire. You huh. put me onto them, Yankees and Giants, and I think Knicks as well. Well, the Knicks Muse is something oh, okay. different. Oh, okay. Okay. So anyway, it says uh, Bob Clappish. Right. We know okay. him. Well. Bob Clappish heard this from an AL executive yesterday, and here's the quote. The Yankees are telling people they're ahead of the pack on Yamamoto, mm-hmm. like, comma, way ahead, end quote. Okay, now, I don't dispute that, the merit of the report, but just think about that, guys. The Yankees are telling people they're ahead on Yamamoto, like, way ahead. What are the Yankees doing, walking around the, the corridors of the winter meetings saying, man, nah, nah, we're ahead? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. So that came from Clappish. Well, no, no, uh, yes. yeah, yeah, it did. From, no, 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 well... Clappish said he heard this from an AL executive yesterday. All right. That's okay. what I'm saying. So Clappish said that he heard that from an AL executive. Correct. That the Yankees think that they're way ahead. That the Yankees are telling people right. that they're way ahead, like way ahead. But for somebody who wants the proceedings to be fairly quiet, I don't understand where the benefit is to that. Why would the Yankees do that? Uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure, but... I will say that that report from Clappish coupled with, did you see what Jack Curry said on yesterday's Yes Hot I did. I watched it, actually. I recorded it, and I watched it. It did a good job, Jack. See, he, Jack said, uh, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but basically that the two things. The Yankees know that this is a move that they have to make when talking about Juan Soto. Yep, saw it. And he also said, I'm trying to look for the exact thing here. About the Yamamoto stuff, yeah, right? That they are... Like to me, I forget. I'm paraphrasing, so I don't want to misquote him. Yeah. But I basically got the feeling that they are legitimately in on both those. Which guys. is what I've been saying since no, day one. I understand that. However, I would be surprised. Now, 
I respect Jack. We actually tried to get him on. He, he wouldn't come on today. Uh, he was busy or whatever it was. Hoff reached out to him. I respect Jack and his reporting, which makes me as a Met fan a little bit nervous. But I still am hesitant to believe the Yankees are going to give up what it's going to take to get Soto. Also knowing they're going to eventually have to resign him. Mm-hmm. And go in for Yamamoto at now potentially $250 million, maybe yeah. more. Oh, yeah. The yeah. price keeps going up and up and up. So this would be the Yankees operating in a way that we have not seen in quite some time. Yeah, but it's also an unconventional pursuit in terms of the revenue stream. Like you think about Giancarlo Stanton, you can't really you can't monetize Stanton, right? You can monetize a Japanese import to the high heavens. So if it's 220, 230, 240, it's far more justifiable for the Yankees or anybody else, but especially in a massive major metropolis like New York City with a heavy Japanese presence and the culture that we have. You're going to make that money back. So I that's less important But they're going to go me. way over the luxury tax threshold. No, I understand that. No, I don't care about that, but they do. They're, they've well, been they saying, did. Okay. Until they got embarrassed, and that's why I always well, thought that would be the impetus to them changing their financial methods okay. finally. Well, we're going to see. No, no, I got it. I, I'm still not sure I'm buying it. I think they're going to need to get a discount. To, hey, look, it took a discount for them to get Aaron Judge. They, they, yeah. the, the, Yankee, the New York Yankees did not offer Aaron Judge the most money. That is a fact. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Aaron Judge here. Well, the fact that he took it tells you all you need to know about the Yankees. That's a compliment of everything. Uh, like, you ju- make it seem like that's a bad well, thing. I'm just saying. If I could know. get a superstar for 85 cents on the dollar, advantage me. Uh, understood. But that may not be the case with everybody. It, it oh. took a hometown discount I understand. to get Judge. Okay. That, that is usually, hometown discount is not usually associated with the New York Yankees. I, am, I don't care. If it takes a, a, a New York uh, pinstripe discount to get Yamamoto, advantage it, us. It might not. It I, might I, not. I, to me, that's not a bad All thing. All I'm going to say is this, and I, I've said this, and I'll continue to say it until, until he Somebody's makes a decision. Somebody's getting nervous. Somebody's getting angry. So, <laughs> Somebody's getting a little nervous. If King, King Cohen, high in here. If King Cohen, Sal is getting a little hot around the collar. If King Cohen loses Yamamoto to the Yankees, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> It's going to be a problem. Well, you know why, uh, I hear you. It should be. And we're going to get back to the you calls like here scrub, in one they, they printed up the scrub shirts yet over at uh, the Mets, uh, Mets team store? The reason is because the Mets aren't going to do anything else. Like, I they'll, told you. Like, like, they'll do – they'll bring in players. Yeah. But it's going to be more of the Luis Severino type. The one-year fill-out-this-guy-as-opposed-to – the exciting, sexy, flashy, big boy type. That sounds like a fun offseason. I have one more proposition before yeah, we get back Cerns. to the Jet no, Cole's here. David Stern's in here now. Okay. <laughs> and more. I saw somebody, actually Doug on Long Island used to call. This is going to be gold this. when the Mets don't get the guys Doug, that sounds like I got to give Doug on Long Island credit because he's exactly right. All right. These moves that Stearns is making, if Billy Epler was making these moves, what do you think would be going on? Um, well, there'd be an issue. People would be, are you an issue? People would be... But, ready to burn down the building. Yeah, but the difference is, is that Stearns actually has a, a resume uh, uh, of success. Uh, uh, understood. But so you are, trust him a little more blindly uh, than Epler. I guess, but these moves are not anything they're no, right they're home lower. about. they're lower. They're bargain uh, bin you, moves. It's Yamamoto oh, yeah. or Bus for the Mets. They have made their bet. That is it. They would be in on Otani. He's not interested. It's Yamamoto or Bust. It can't go Bust okay. under Steve If Tony the Yankees frame. get Yamamoto mm-hmm. and the Yankees get Soto, and you... Dude, don't is that that has to be by far absolutely the worst offseason of your life. Worst case scenario. I don't know about worst offseason of my God, life. Well, what it's, would be worse? I mean, I've lived well, through course, hell. Well, I, I mean, mean, living through after yeah. the, the 2000 winter, I'm sure yeah. was pretty tough. Yeah, I've, I've lived through the, the dynasty uh, of the World Yankees, series, of 2000 World Series. I was at the game. I thought Piazza hit it. I thought it was <laughs> so gone. Did I. So did I. I thought that was gone. Just the way Mariano froze. 
I'm like, oof. I don't see him put his shoulders down too much. Yankees continue to get players after that, winning another World Series in 2009. This would be bad in a different way because it was supposed to change with King Cohen. Mm -hmm. And yet, the more things change, maybe the more they remain the same. But I I believe in Steve. I know you do. All right, BT, let's get back to the phones. Johnny K is calling from the Bronx. What's up, Johnny K? Yeah, here's the thing. I knew what Zach Wilson was. Now I found out what the Jet coach was. How do you solic- could you imagine Lombardi soliciting advice from Joe Benigo? It's like a sign. It's like a Seinfeld episode. George, you know, he's George Costanza, this coach. I mean, come on, what are you thinking about? And I tell you what, Joe got to take a hit here. He has betrayed the coach's confidence. I mean, you guys, you say you like him, and I like Joe too. I used to call him, but he got to take a major. He has, Johnny. He's I mean, been, thinking- yeah, yeah, he's been getting knocked if around a little bit this, here. He might have ended this guy's career because how do you survive this? Tell me how do you survive? You this? better start winning. Can you imagine, Johnny, and thank you for the call. Can you imagine Francesa laying out a six-part plan to Bill Parcells? (laughs) How do you think that would go? Oh, man. I'm sure he may have tried no over those steak way. dinners back look, in the day. They were look, pretty tight. I, them, I don't know. them two having conversations is one thing. Yeah. Like on an equal level, kind of. Yeah, but I, Mike also thinks he can manage the Yankees, dude. He I, said that. He probably could. No, he couldn't. Oh, he stop. probably could. What, no, you think Aaron managed. Boone's doing that much of a, a better come job? On, he couldn't manage Mike could apply the, the data. I mean, come on. But anyway, like, there was a different level there of the, the relationship with Mike yes. and Bill. Yes. Yes. But um, imagine that, like, imagine Bill dealing with, like, Joe. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Or anybody. But that's for kind us, of the for point. that like, matter. Why? No. Yeah, but that's kind of the point. It's, this is not, like, Joe. Anti-Joe. Of course not. Yeah, Joe no, it's great, it's just, but he messed the, up, man. It's just the reality. Like, he messed up. But, but it also shows Sala. Like, Sala and Parcells. Parcells would just... <laughs> Like, what are you, out of your mind, sending mm. me a six-part plan? Six-part. Not and, one, and yet Sala, not three. Sala, at least, at least in, like, is somewhat just, like, placating Joe. Like, yeah, whatever. Like, about part three. Are you serious, bro? I need to see what Sala writes back after these games. <laughs> You're going to. Just talk to Joe about it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Get Joe drunk. Get the, the, the holiday party. When's the holiday party? Wednesday? Come on. <laughs> Joe's going to okay. put him up on Everybody. a big projection yeah, screen. Exactly. Everybody have the whole plan. <laughs> A PowerPoint presentation by Joe B. How to fix the Jets. Oh, Oh my God. John is calling from Brookfield, Connecticut. What's up, John? Hey, guys. How's it going? How are you? What's up, dude? Good. So, uh, your opening monologues, I I, I kind of agree with both of you uh, in terms of whether it's the quarterback's fault or the coach. It's definitely a mix. But I got to go to the Benigno stuff and the coach because – yeah, every, anybody could see it was going to be a problem at the beginning of the year, knowing Joe. But imagine if Joe was on the air full-time right now Oof. and the head coach, whoever it is, was texting some uh, you know, broadcaster. Joe would nonstop, 24-7, be killing this coach. 100%. And now the irony of it is he's created this, like in, in Jets lore. He's maybe the the biggest you know snafu of it all is based around Joe. It's like just irony. I mean, that I, is an interesting take, my and, man. And thank, thank you for the John. call, John. Well, we did rip Sala for the, you and I did. We did. I'm sure maybe others discuss about like what's he doing, but I just remember hey, I'm listening to everybody else every second of the day. I got you. We brought this up saying like, months what the ago. Hell? Yeah, what is Sala doing? Like it's minuscule, or it was at the time. But come on, it's just not a good look. Like mm. you could have relationships. Let's not make it. 
Like, it was just bad. It was never going to end well. But let's just say, now I hope that it doesn't, BT, and it wouldn't be in isolation the reason that Salah gets fired, obviously. Uh But if it were the final nail in the coffin, what happens if the next guy comes in and wins a Super Bowl? And Joe's back to being Joe. <laughs> Joe Beningo. Put him on the float. They retire the number 66 in oh, that life in Hang honor on. of Joe Hang B. Got a, uh, got a text message. Uh, Tom Thibodeau was just wondering what I thought about maybe <laughs> deploying the triangle in two tonight on Giannis as the uh, the Knicks try to uh, advance in the playing tournament it is, here. It is I'll get wild, back to him man. It, it's just wild to <laughs> Joe's going to be on a float no matter what. I mean, Joe could take a torch, though. He could blow the building up. And if the Jets ever win, Joe will be on the auto. And he'll deserve it. But, man, Joe messed up here. He did. He is taking. He messed up. And you know what's bad when Joe B., who is beloved by, yes, you know. Yeah. By everybody. Every sports fan. Not right. just Jet fans. Everybody yeah, loves I mean. Joe. But he messed He's up. He's one of us. Like, and we're all, you know. He messed up only because. And he knows this. And, again, he said this. He called in Boomer and Geo, which was the. The classy thing to do. He manned up, and he owned it right away. He said, listen. Although it did seem like he was still a little confused if he did something wrong early. Like, he, they, they, they were kind of conflating, or he was conflating the two things. But he did say, I messed up. And it's a, it's it's really, it's a very unfortunate breach of trust. And again, I don't think there's any malice there. I don't think Joe went on, Joe and Evan, because Joe's not a calculated radio guy. He just talks. By the way, it wasn't even... Like, yeah, it shouldn't have been brought up to begin with, but the biggest thing was he misinterpreted it. Yeah, he didn't understand that Sala was saying, are you out of your mind, Beningo? You're ripping Zach Wilson left and right. I finally bench him, and now you're saying I got to start him again? That's what Sala really wanted to say. That's what he was saying. Yeah. That's the interpretation. And Joe took it as, oh, even he doesn't like the guy. <laughs> no, he's saying you're delusional. You're ripping the quarterback, all you guys. You're ripping Zach Wilson left and right, left and right. I finally bench him, and now you're saying, hey, you know what? Tim Boyle stinks. Go back to Zach. You guys are all lost. <laughs> you're welcome, Robert. Yeah. That's, that's what, what he's it, thinking. Sala probably wants to tell all of us to just take a hike That's exactly right. He's made his own mistakes, though. He's created this. All right, uh, BT, not all of it. A lot of it. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. 877-337-6666. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 